Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for healers, coaches, and changemakers who are seeking answers, hungry for impact, and open to possibilities. Join us for casual and epic conversations for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to activate their limitless wealth through the power of unity consciousness and quantum numerology. The key to claiming your personal power, activating your purpose, and creating infinite possibility in your world. I am so excited for yet another epic Rebel Radio conversation with my brand new friend and last minute fly by the seat of his pants guest, <laughs> Yogi Aaron. Thank you for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. <laughs> oh my God. I so mean, honestly, when I saw Rebel, I was like, I need to talk to these people. We need to connect because I'm at my heart as a rebel. Like I love stirring the pot and just kind of like creating like conversations. So thank you so much for having me here. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. We had a last minute cancellation. It was meant to be. So as always, before we go live, I shared a little bit of your numerology with you. And I'm really curious, what was something that really stood out to you about what I shared today? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, just the fact that I just said, like, I love the Rebel Radio. And mm -hmm. one of the things that you said to me just a moment ago is how much of a trailblazer I am and mm -hmm. uh, always kind of like looking at what can we start creating a conversation about? And that is me to a T. I mean, I've lived my whole life like that. And, um, and just like... What are we not talking about? Let's talk about it. And um, or what what erroneous perceptions are out there? Let's have a conversation about it. So I've yeah. lived my whole life like that, made yeah. a couple of businesses like that, and now I'm on the next part of my business um, track. So yeah, I love it. I love it. That's so awesome. And every guest I ever have that I share numerology with, they're just they almost laugh like you did. Right? <laughs> 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 I love it. So tell us a little bit about you. What's your magic? What's your inner genius? My inner genius, I, I've been told by my students a few things, but one of them is that I happen to be able to bring yoga to people and make it like a real life application. Like for a lot of people, spirituality is something that they do on Sunday <laughs> or um, <laughs> or maybe just once a year at Easter or Christmas. Um, but, and then yoga is something that you go to, you go and do like an asana practice, but the way that I teach it, it makes it very applicable to people. How do we start to weave this into our life? And that it's not just like something I do like for five minutes a day, but it's something that I I bring into all aspects of my life. And that's my, that's one of my big goals in, in that area. I love that. I love that. So we're going to talk about your book here in a minute, because you've got a book that kind of had me going, wait, what? As I read the title. So, um, but I want to know what lights you up the most in your life. God, there's so much. Um, a good <laughs> glass of wine. Um, <laughs> a delicious tapas Spanish dinner. Um, what, what really touches my heart is uh, community and just bringing like like-minded people together that are just so either purpose-driven or just want to have fun. And um, 
that, I mean, that just tickles me. I love bringing groups together. I love holding dinner parties, for example. Mm -hmm. And um, during, during Blue Osa, when the, we locked down shortly after that, our very, the first Christmas in 2020, um, I got all these residents together and it was just people of all ages, all ethnicities. There was um, about 15 of us. And it just, that was like such a moment of fulfillment for me. So that's, that lights me up a lot. Oh, I love that so much. And yeah, who doesn't love a good glass of wine or, you know, some really good food? Yes. <laughs> I love my food. <laughs> right? I'm such a foodie as well. Yeah, we could get along there. You can make me dinner. I'll make you dinner. We've got a deal. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. So you're coming to us live from your retreat center in Costa Rica, yes? Yes. I'm yeah, in Costa Rica in Blue Osa Yoga Retreat and Spa, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, so what inspired that? Well, I used to teach yoga in New York City. I used to have a, a yoga studio, and I used to bring people to Costa Rica. One day um, on one of the retreats, I was driving down the road to the retreat center, and there was a Century 21 sign outside this property. And as I drove by, I could see, like, through this tunnel of bougainvilleas and hibiscus flowers, the ocean. And I just like everything inside of me said home. And so, I mean, that's the short story. But yep. um, eventually I got together with a business partner who is now my, one of my best friends. And um, we opened up Blue Osa. And we really wanted to create like an opportunity for people to come to a really sacred space and just disconnect from the world. And but also kind of like reaffirm their purpose. You know, one of the things you said to me in my numerology is I'm so purpose driven. That's what gets me going. And, and that's what I wish for other people. That's my stance is like, how do we use these practices to help us manifest and live our life purpose? And so I wanted Blue Osa to be the sanctuary for that endeavor. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. A man following his dreams. I love it. <laughs> So I know that my audience wants to know, and I definitely want to know, because we ask this of every guest, how do you define unity consciousness? You, you had asked me this in the questionnaire, and um, I don't remember what I, I wrote at that moment. So, because it can always change. It changes. It's all good. <laughs> but I feel, like, I feel like unity consciousness is something that is derived from us really seeking first to understand each other. And I believe that is more than anything, what is unity consciousness or what starts to engender or create unity consciousness. Like I love listening to people's stories. I was talking to someone yesterday about their political beliefs and he says, I don't want to talk politics. I said, don't worry about it. I just want to listen to you. I want to try and understand your perspective because I want to see how you see the world. And one of the things I've been very blessed with in my life is I've gotten the ability to travel, um, which was an intention I seeded in myself. Like when I was 13, I said, I want to travel the world. And I have. And one of the things in traveling the world is getting to hear people's stories, mm -hmm. getting to see things from a different perspective or from a different culture um, and, and try to be open to that. And I find that the more I'm open to, hearing people, the more connected I feel to people. 
Yeah, I love that so much. I know I traveled when I was younger and I grew up in a very close-knit community, close-minded, a redneck farmer from Alberta, Canada. Like you can't get any more close-minded than that. And I decided to travel to Indonesia and Dubai and I was gone for a couple of years. And in that traveling, it just opened up everything. I just saw things in a whole new light and it really just it made me a different person and i think well, that's so especially cool. if you're in alberta for god's sake I mean, boy, it's just what an what an eye opener it sure was i love it so tell us a little bit about this book because the minute that i saw the title of your book i thought oh, i gotta read this because this is something very unique and different and rebellious so tell us about the book well, the book's called Stop Stretching, A New Yogic Approach to Master Your Body and Live Pain-Free. And I've been doing yoga since I was 18 years old. I'm 50 now. And ever since I started doing yoga, I've been developing pain in my body. And the solution was always to stretch it out and to, um, uh, you know, try to become more flexible. I've got to, you know, get my range of motion. Right. And one of the reasons why I started yoga in the first place was to become pain-free, was to have more mobility, was to be healthy, and also to be younger. You know, if you ask, if I took a poll of 100 people, probably 95% of them would say, 95 of them would say like, oh, I want to do yoga to stretch because I believe it will make me healthy and make me younger. Right. And, um, and so I did that. And then I ended up around the age of 45 in the surgeon's office. And he was telling me that we might need to do a spinal fusion on my lower back. Wow. And that was a huge light bulb moment. Already the trajectory before that, I was starting to question the efficacy of, of stretching, but I had spent some time in the muscle activation technique world and started to learn and understand that, that not only does stretching not really help us, it actually debilitates us. Mm. And I can, I can show you, I mean, I can prove it to you. I've, I've got videos on it. I'm going to be making more, but I'm just trying to show people like when you stretch, you lose the ability lose muscle function. We define muscle function by a muscle's ability to contract and contract on demand. So if you put your arm out and I just apply like a little bit of force and try and push the arm down, the, the arm can't stay there sometimes because the muscles around there can't contract properly. They're yeah. not, in other words, they're not connected to the brain. You're pushing down, that should send a message to the brain, say contract, and the brain should send a, muscle, a, a message to the muscle and say contract but the brain isn't doing that. And so what I'm doing now is focusing on two things. Number one, just trying to get people to stop stretching, start mm -hmm. activating. Does, if you don't follow my systemology, just stop stretching and start <laughs> activating. But what I've also started to do is get into the muscle activation practice of it, which basically means trying to reestablish a connection between the brain and the muscle so mm. that the muscle starts working properly. Muscles create stability in the body. If the muscle isn't working, the muscle is not doing its job to create stability and pain always ensues. There's a quote from my teacher who always says, flexibility always leads to instability and instability always leads to injury. Mm. And like a 
a 90 second nutshell. That was good. That was good. <laughs> yeah, I think that's more than enough for me to be curious about the book and to go read more about it. So thank yeah. you. I appreciate you You're sharing welcome. that. You're welcome. That's definitely a unique take, something I've never heard. I mean, I did grow up in Alberta, so maybe, <laughs> oh, my gym teachers told me to stretch all the time. <laughs> Indeed, but I think part of it too is I'm really trying to flip the script because I feel like the words flexibility and stretching have hijacked yoga. And by that, I mean, number one, if you ask most people, what do you think that yoga is about? Stretching. Becoming right. Flexible. Or I need to be flexible in order to stretch. And then the second thing is, even though yoga teachers say like yoga has nothing to do with flexibility, they're teaching flexibility. So those two things have absolutely nothing to do with yoga. And I'm trying to kind of flip that script and get us start talking about the damage that stretching actually does. Yeah. And, and then also bring yoga back to what is it really about? So. Mm -hmm. I love that. Excellent. Well, I just did a yoga class yesterday and I can tell you it was definitely activating. It was, oh, not, it was not passive. I can tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously you do yoga as a ritual, but I'm curious yeah. what other rituals or habits do you have in place to help yourself stay devoted to your path and your purpose and in, in the work that you do? I mean, everything I do revolves sort of around ritual and ritual for me is is very connected to like the Tantra yoga tradition. So Tantra is this idea of like, how do we stay connected to the infinite um, mm -hmm. all the time? Our, our, our pure self, if you want to call it that. And, mm -hmm. um, and so Tantra is ritual. So I have a lot of different rituals I do. Um, waking up early every morning before or with the sun is one of my rituals. I have a coffee ritual in the morning. I do a sitting ritual. I have me time rituals. Um, one of my favorite rituals is the ritual of spontaneity. I know that sounds great, but I really believe that inspiration thrives in spontaneity. And, you know, so many of us, myself especially, gets caught up in like, you know, being regimented and, you know, so my favorite thing to do sometimes is just wake up and not have anything planned. And yeah. what do I really desire in this moment? What is really going to feed my soul in this moment? And kind of like spending the day listening to that and not having any plans at all. And, and last year, um, I kind of made a two and a half month ritual of it. I went to Greece for two and a half months. And I went there without any plans. I had no idea what I was going to do. All I knew is I was renting a car. And then when I left Athens, I had no idea where I was going. I just drove. And then, you know, to keep congruency happening, my car broke down one hour after leaving Athens. And I was stranded on the side of the road with the sun beating down. And so part of my commitment was to live in gratitude that trip. So that means no complaining. <laughs> Thank you. Well, let's test you out on that right now. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. And you know, spontaneity is something that's really important to me. I've spoken like a true adventurer, like let's go play and see what we can find out about ourselves, about the world, about other yeah. people. And I love that, the ritual of spontaneity. I might, like, yeah, I do that myself. Like I used to be so structured in my ritual that I got up and I did my coffee and my meditation and this and that. And it was like, check, check, check off the list. Yes. And then after a while, I was like, I'm not really actually getting anything out of this. It's mm. just like I'm just driving this car down the same road every single day. And so when I started switching it up and just asking myself what's next, then it got really playful and it got really yeah. fun. And I started to see so much more out of life from that. So I love that. The ritual of spontaneity. Beautiful. <laughs> So let's talk about integrity for a minute. I think integrity is a word that's misconstrued a lot. A lot of us think that it means we have to do what we said we're going to do and yes. live by that to-do list, right? And I'm curious, how do you stay in integrity with your dreams and your values as you're building a business and writing books and working as an entrepreneur? Oh, Lord. <laughs> This year, um, talk about <laughs> life-changing questions. Uh, I don't mess around with my questions. <laughs> how do I stay in integrity? I mean, part of it is just me reconnecting to my purpose every day. Yeah. Um, I find that life gets really so busy. And to be honest with you, before the pandemic, I felt like I started moving away from integrity and in various ways and started getting caught up too much in the minutiae and started to lose my 40,000 foot up perspective. And I think that COVID, that whole pandemic time that gave me the reset kind of reminded me of, yeah, purpose. What is intention? What are we doing here? And I spent really the following year just asking those questions. And ever since then, it's kind of, you know, rebooted me back. And so there's like, things that I live by every day but one of them is definitely am I really living my purpose right now what does that really mean and um and then also I find like because I'm such a doer in life like I'm a manifester and and oh there's an idea let's write a book and let's create a podcast and let's do that that I get away from myself and so creating more times to pause um I'm a huge traveler as I just mentioned and um, I'm leading a training right now and it's finished on the 19th of November. And my initial, my initial reaction is like, let's go, let's go do something. And I caught myself and I was like, I just need to be still. So listening to that inner wisdom and, and, and honoring it and, and then just allowing myself, like, what is, what am I doing here? What is, what, is, what am I supposed to be doing this next year? that's going to help me further the purpose of my soul, the Dharma. Um, so that's that's what living in integrity means, part of it. <laughs> I love that. And, you know, as a fellow doer, <laughs> I love to get stuff done. I've got a sign on my wall that says, get shit done. But in that, you know, I think it's so important that we take a step back and just go, wait, who am I doing all this shit for? Yeah. Am I doing it for all those people or am I really doing this for me? And yeah. I think that's, yeah, I think that's so powerful because it's really easy to just get caught up in the to-do list and the busy work, right? Yeah. Well, especially too, like I, I'm more and more not wanting to be on my computer, for example. And at the end of my life, 
when I'm on my deathbed, I don't want to be looking back and going, God, look at all the time I spent on my devices. Like I forgot to smell the roses. I forgot to see the sunset because I was too busy looking at a sunset on my screen. Um, I just that's kind of like become very real for me um, as I'm, you know, reached as I've reached 50, especially and going forward. It's like, how do I want to spend each moment of my life? Um, I woke up the other day and I was with my dog who I just adore. She's just a lover. Her name is Destiny and she's a part lab, part pit bull. And she actually smiles and she does a thing with her. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> and we just started to play together. And it was like, this is what I want my life to be about. Like I want to spend time with my animals and just love them and receive their love. That to me is fulfillment. <laughs> I love that. You know, that, I think that's a question we should all ask ourselves at least once a week, if not every day, is yeah. if I were to land into my deathbed, it, would I be happy with my choices today? Yeah. Right? Because we have, we all hear these stories of how much regret that people have at the end of their lives. And yeah. I certainly didn't sign up for that. So. Yeah, I when I was 35, I got hit um, by a boulder twice the size of a, a basketball, mm. hit my leg, and I was in the Himalayan mountains, and I was 27 kilometers away from any help, and I had to be carried down the mountain. There was a moment when I thought that this was it, and I had to like really kind of do a self-reflection, like, have I lived my life the way I wanted to? Am I content in this moment? And I feel like every moment after that has been a gift. And the pandemic was that reset, like, you know, reminding me of that gift I was given. And um, and, and just kind of, like I said, being in purpose and being in intention with, with my life and what I want to do. That to me is integrity. Love it so much. I love it. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for being on the show today. It's been such a beautiful conversation. And I now know why you were the last minute guest. It's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much. But as always, we end the show with one last question. What do you dream of for the world? In this moment, it goes back to something I said earlier. Um, and, and I, it's more in this moment than any other time in my life. I would like people just to listen to each other. Mm. Listen without thought or judgment. Just really immerse yourself in another person's story. Because, and, and turn off the noise. Turn off the noise and just listen to your brother, your sister, your neighbor. Because um, they've got some really interesting stories to share. <laughs> Right? I think we all do. Oh, it's beautiful. Thank you for your dream and thank you for being on the show today. Thank you so much, Cindy. Appreciate it. Thank you for joining us for another epic episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired and wish to expand the message of unity consciousness, please share this episode, leave a review, and of course, if you want to know how to leverage this information in your own life and business, check out our website or contact us for more information. It is time for us all to seize our personal power, come into unity, and create massive impact together. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.